Hello, my rockin' pneumonias. This is your prancing polio pony, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his jitterbugging bubonic beware the hairy mango. If you subscribe to the elitist mango, you know the last show over there was all about making clothing from liquid food. Today's story is exactly the opposite. This is fine, since I can't think of anything else at the moment, and nearly all of you don't listen to that other show. Today's story is all about being the best. Hell, I pride myself on being the best of this podcast, at least until one other random person tries it. Maybe I'll still hold the title at making trouser sauce. Trouser Sauce by Matthew Sanborn Smith. It was hubris that took Chef Belvedere out in the end. Life had gone her way so early and so often, she bragged at the local chef clubhouse that she could make the world's greatest sauce from absolutely any ingredient her chef compadres could name. Burger Chef suggested that ingredient be her pants, not because he wanted to challenge her, but because he was hoping she would take them off and start cooking. Belvedere took him up on his challenge, but to his chagrin, she merely cut off the lower half of one leg, pant leg that is, and threw it in the saucepan. To make things really interesting, she breathed quickly into the pan, adding another form of pants, and threw in some other ingredients that wouldn't actually make people vomit. The pant sauce was a huge success, and the clubhouse denizens devoured everything the sauce touched, including the saucepan itself. It was so good, in fact, Chef Belvedere experimented with other sorts of pants, including denim, corduroy, linen, and leather. She brought all manner of panting dogs into her kitchen, and eventually renamed her chain of restaurants, Saucy Pants. Business was so good, everyone on her staff was reduced to cutoffs, and that's when things went bad. She started trimming more off of them, but because they were now short, she wasn't making her tasty pant sauce anymore. What she had tasted like sewage. Maybe because it was closer to the ass, I don't know. But Chef Belvedere didn't have time to analyze the flavor molecules because she was being sued by everyone she worked with for sexual harassment. She'd cut some of them down to khaki thongs. She decided to go back to the old ways. She got up before dawn and hit the pants market down by the docks, sizing up freshly caught trouser and chino. These were okay, but something within her yearned to create the ultimate sauce with the ultimate ingredient. She wanted deep sea pants. She set sail immediately to find the ocean's most exquisite pant, and to avoid those lawsuits I mentioned. Far out into the Indian Ocean, she found the tastiest pants known to man, the Jodhpur. She snuck back into the country, changed the name of her chain once more from saucy pants to horsey pants, and made enough money to pay off all those employees whose asses were still hanging out. The new pant became such a fad that attendance at equestrian shows exploded as foodies everywhere sought to suck the rider's pant legs. So if everything worked out, you're probably Probably wondering why I said hubris took Chef Belvedere out in the end. Turns out it was Chef Johnny Hubris who took her out for a nice dinner of sports jackets seasoned with shoelaces. They had a wonderful time and got a doggy bag for the saucepans. Burger Chef was pissed. Based on the title, you thought this story was going to be something entirely different, didn't you? You're so naughty. If this story left you panting, you can fog it or just go fog yourself at the web shop of the riding crop BewareTheHairyMango.com. Hump doggedly in the comments for this post or home free mail me and we'll seek and hide at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or free Ali Ali the Oxen at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Yes, that's plural. Ali Ali are conjoined ox twins. Every couple of weeks when we can't take it anymore, the SF and SF Signal stands for Sticky Flannels, which is what the staff of SFSignal.com 
mom gets when we've been eating candy in our pajamas. At least that's the story we give our moms when we volunteer to do the laundry out of the blue. Tweet all up in the faces of those who dare look that all the fiercest street urchins pick the pockets of uptight Londoners at the behest of twitter.com slash upwithgravity. And I ain't Fagin. I'm more of an artful codger. Subscribe through the Get the Mango button on the home cooking page and subject yourself to even more of the crap you're having to endure right now. For less than the price of something that costs $4.01 a month, you can get brand new mangoes on the 7th and 22nd of each month, except that awful one where I'm already overworked, and you can catch up on all that past elitist mango you've been missing, and which have been missing you. I know, it's creepy. This podcast saturates your water table and milk stools with an unruly set of expectations, simmering with teen angst and dripping with disappointment all over a petulant reservoir of double reversed osmosis and an unfiltered carbon creative commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until my short and curlies become long and straights, this shan't be your wizened young Matthew Sanborn Smith telling you you can't win them all. You can win maybe two of them. And that might even be stretching it. I mean, look at yourself. Good night.